0: Welcome to the last Wednesday of the week, the multi-tooler sports podcast where we bring you our highlights, a meaty middle and some more highlights. On this week's show, we are going to dive into our catalogue what has the wednesday pod done over 2021 what have we talked about what have we got excited about what have we loved what have we not loved and and all the rest we're going to get into it this is our year in review 2021 thank you so much for joining us at uh, this far um and yeah spending some time with this last wednesday of the week so without further ado let's get on with the show Yes. Hi. uh, Here we are. We're in the last week of uh, 2021. Now, if like me, Simon, Ben, you haven't got a bloody clue what day it is, who you are, whether you need to eat now or have another glass of wine or go to bed or go to sleep or wake up or open a present, it's that bit of the year when no one knows what's happening. So for avoidance of doubt, it is Wednesday, the 29th of December. All right, you get that? Do you understand? It's the bit in between Christmas and New Year, and there's there's days in there. Ben, are we are we recording this show early? It doesn't feel like the 29th. We are recording this early. You've just I don't remember even having Christmas. No,
1: listen, <laughs> it does feel uh, like. I hope you guys had an amazing Christmas. It does feel like uh the end of the year because I've currently got a glass of Bailey's and ice he and a lint uh, lint uh, chocolate santa so
0: <laughs> hey i'm 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 uh, on point, Simon how do you feel at this time of year normally in in the middle bit uh, in the middle bit Nothing. well, I'm um,
2: being that that's what we're experiencing currently because it is the wednesday the twenty ninth <laughs> of, of december um I, I feel right. excited for next christmas uh <laughs> <laughs> worrying about presents for next Christmas and hoping I've got how enough did you, for next Christmas. How did your presents go down <laughs> this Christmas? Um, they went down well. <laughs>
0: Well,
1: good, good stuff. <laughs> All right, so, for it.
0: those that, those that, uh, that no, we do record this show in advance, and unusually, we're recording this one extra in advance because we know that we're going to get little time <clears throat> over the Christmas uh, break. Uh, if if you get that, indeed, um, but we're going to take this opportunity to look back at our show because we've only been doing this show since February. Uh, we started as just a bit of a laugh, three of us just uh, you know chatting about things we enjoy and me just you know chatting to these two and watching them talk about things they enjoy um but we've ended up talking about and covering so so much um we did not think at any point or maybe we did that we'd be talking about covid so much as we are we did not think that we'd be talking about um politics and sport sustainability, climate change, and sport. These are things that we probably would not have guessed we might talk about in the coming year. Uh, And some of the standout events, uh, Emma Raducanu and her um, victory in New York. Um, We had uh, Simon's villain of the year, the European Super League. Uh, We had the Euros. Um, We had the delayed Olympics, the Paralympics. Uh, We had a huge F1 battle and one of the most exciting F1 seasons uh, in the modern era. We had Rossi retiring, we got politics, and um, so much more. And of course, COVID, just this refrain that kept on coming back week after week after week, and in sport, as well as in people's lives. So we have so much to get into. So what I wanted to do, and what we thought would be a really nice idea in this show, was just to look back and pick out some moments that we really, really enjoyed. And and Ben, I'm going to go over to you first. And ask you, because we've also managed to interview some incredible people. Uh, I mean, if you said to me at the beginning of this year that I'd be interviewing some of the people that we have done, I I, well, I wouldn't have believed you, because it's been remarkable. So Ben, let's kick it off. Ben, for you, interviews only, let's think about the shows where we've had interviews. For you, what's been your highlight? What was your favourite interview? Well, not necessarily favourite, but your highlight interview of the year? Uh...
1: It's tricky because I feel like I'm choosing my favorite, and the others are going to be sad. Um, but it's <laughs> it's pretty obvious for me. Anthony Cotterall. I thought it was fantastic to chat to someone from a similar area of the world. I think he was honest and frank. I thought the conversation was really interesting. He gave some details about the um, ongoings or organisation at the Paralympics in in Japan this year, which was a wonderful insight into a couple of bits. One, the wonderful insight into uh, COVID and uh, the preparations you go through in this COVID year. And actually, I, I uh, for the first season, did everything on paper form, and I, I got my old sort of dossier and having a look through. And as you're, you're going through the beginning, saying that COVID affects everyone, uh, this uh, piece of paper I got, it says, Fans Back at the Crucible to see O'Sullivan. And it was a cutting cutout that said the fans were present for the first time this year at a UK sporting event. You know, th- there was these testing events to have sport fans back crazy crazy year <clears throat> but I thought I thought yeah I digress a bit there but I thought Andy Cotter was absolutely incredible I thought that conversation was uh was brilliant. um I know it's only uh, what two months ago now um but yeah uh, absolutely brilliant um and oh that's Matt.
0: thanks um Simon I know um typically it's Ben and I have picked up some of the interviews but those that you've caught and listened back to if anything stood out for you Sorry, Dan. I'm I'm still reeling over the uh, the two 0 results
2: of Aston Villa beating Norwich from the fourteenth uh, of fourteenth uh, of this month. <laughs> still still hitting me now on the uh, on the twenty. They've not won since. They've not won yeah. since. Twenty <laughs> ninth. No, sorry, as this is coming out. Um, yeah, so <laughs> they will have won. I mean, they have won many games. In fact, Steven Gerrard Villa. celebrated in front of the whole end by sliding on his knees uh, in his suit uh, against, insert name here. Um, and <laughs> so... <laughs>
1: <laughs> like how you just going to say against, um, uh, yeah. I can't where so they they're, they're playing. Um, the, I think they played On the 18th. Night. Yeah, yeah on the Saturday, Saturday the 18th. They won that game <laughs> 6-0. Um, and then just this, does this Sunday just gone. The classic Boxing Day fixtures. I cannot yeah. believe you beat Chelsea. I can't 17 believe 17-0
0: can't no, I didn't believe know COVID would do that wow. to the there you go all right so
2: anyway sorry dan uh, derailing point. your lovely your lovely question um so yeah as you're well aware that i mean the loyal fans to the show i haven't really caught many of the interviews because um they don't want me on here or i'm otherwise engaged bit of both um obviously my favorite interview has to be our interview with shutdown Down Cover host Ed Farrow, who is <laughs> happens to be the co-host of my podcast. We did an NFL <sighs> show, and what an enlightening experience that was! Wow, it had everything. It had NFL. <laughs> it had no Dan.
0: NFL. I mean, what else
2: could you ask for?
0: I, oh. I was gonna. I, I actually didn't class that as an interview because that was more of a crossover. But we'll. we'll it was before we, was, we did I'll the podcast. It. Yeah. <laughs> um, i think um, i want to add on to that actually because yeah, i I, yeah. I noted that down
1: and i've got next to me uh ben's 10 my top 10 draft and it's actually quite cool to look back and see how some of these players have performed i know in the new year we're going to have a a crossover episode uh, sorry i'm just finishing that chocolate uh crossover christmas chocolate oh, so much left over um We're going to have a sort of crossover episode and we're going to discuss the playoffs because things are happening in the NFL. Some crazy things might happen. Um, And yeah, there's a couple of the big teams where they should be expected. But a couple of names. I just want to say that Jamar Chase, what a season he's had. Mm -hmm. Uh, Real standout player. I think he's been one of the best uh, rookies. Um, And Mac, Mac Jones. Yeah. Absolutely incredible. Uh, yeah. He's just, he's doing the business. I actually had him go into the Detroit Lions, Lions 7th. Yeah. Um, I Maybe they wish they had him, but they, they did get at least one win so far this season. Uh, but yeah, I really, really enjoyed that show. Back on the 28th of April.
0: Can you imagine mm. that? I guess. When we were wee um, babies. we were i'd like to say we've come a long way since then i'm not sure that we have Um, but we're still having fun um for me i'm i'm gonna do a massive cop-out and what i've done is i've picked out what i really enjoyed about each of the interviews we've done (laughs) because i'm that kind of guy and i will take um uh, liberties here and there um so our, our first with jess like just her achievements and the grassroots stuff and getting those teams off off the ground, I thought was an absolute joy to hear about. And I know you, boy um, Ben, you particularly enjoyed talking about football there as well. Um, yeah, Ian, Ian Richards. Just for the inspiration and the sheer determination uh, of um, what he's managed to achieve and continues to achieve uh, in his careers, and the in, and the kind of narrative around the Moscow Olympics and that kind of um, comparison to now, and his foreshadowing of some of the issues that the olymp the Olympi- um, olympians and Paralympians would expect in Tokyo, which we then got that insight from Anthony around what that was like, yeah, um, and and that's what I picked up from Anthony's interview the insight you know when he talks about being on the phone looking at the weather on his mobile app, was just remarkable insight you don't get uh jen and andrew the behind the scenes stuff supporting these uh, athletes to manage grassroots organizations and stuff like that was genuinely fascinating um and paul our f1 friend how much of a joy was it to have him on and we, we're going to have him back very soon as the well. next time we have him on might not some, might, might not be so much as a joy <laughs> oh that's a bit retrospective as
1: well uh but uh, anyway. last time we had a great <laughs> argument last week uh yeah no interesting uh Jen and Angie that was a really really good insight as well I found that all yeah. of the interviews have given us information that we we simply didn't know going Absolutely. into um and-, and I'm excited to see where they're all going in 2022
0: and looking forward, of course, and Simon is gonna be joining us on this one, is when we managed to reschedule a date. We've got Adam elabd footballer coming in, you know, three hundred appearances for Brighton, and we know we've got questions from our listeners as well. So more to look forward to on that and um and many more in the pipeline. So interview's fantastic. Um most listened to any anyone wanna hazard a guess? It's the most listened to interview.
1: I think, I think it's Spice Goals. I think it was an early one. I think it was one of our best, even though it was way back in, I want to say, March. Um, but, yeah, I'm, I'm going to go with that. And just basically the three ones that, that Cy weren't, weren't involved in.
0: Well, yeah, you say I that. I kind of so get that feeling. <laughs> uh, Jess with Spice Goals was our most listened to interview. Second most, because Simon's classified it as an interview, is is the shutdown cover one with Ed whoa so there you go uh incidentally at least ep- listened to episode is the one that's titled simon's back <laughs> <laughs> uh Which the,
1: the listener numbers for that show only just dropped below 700 <laughs> so listen we're not doing bad we're not doing I mean, that's bad
2: a, that's a good uh, good
0: average <laughs> All right, let's move on from interviews then, because of course, um, they were one thing in their own, but we covered so much more, as I mentioned on the intro. Um, Let's pick up a few highlights, uh, each other, because, you know, Olympics, Paralympics, Radicano, Super League, F1, uh, Rossi, climate crisis, politics, Euros, Ronaldo coming back into the premiership, uh, COVID, uh, pandemic, you know, it's all so much more and much more. Simon, let's start with you this time. What... What show stood out for you in terms of either because of where it's situated in the sport or the topic? uh, Which ones rang with you as a highlight of the past 10 months, nine months, uh, 11 months? However long we've done this. Um,
2: (laughs) Yeah, So, I mean, to kind of, I will obviously give specifics, but I think anything with any controversy, anything with a topic that really boils the blood has really allowed us to kind of... in my opinion, compete on top form. You know, outrage I think creates good content on our part. So the obvious one for me would be uh, the European Super League. I mean, uh, it was fresh off the um, fresh topic at that time. It happened. Uh, it started to happen. It was. Uh, it was basically announced on Sunday evening. We managed to obviously start talking about it on the Tuesday. Uh, And even as we went along and we were ranting and raving about it, things were happening. Teams were thinking about pulling out. Teams actually started to pull out. Uh, Other teams were reaffirming their commitment. It was just a really exciting show. It felt almost like, you know, when you watch, like, obviously, Dan, you don't, because it's not got uh, car wheels on it, but um, Transfer Deadline Day, when you're, uh, you know, things are happening on the cuff, people are reacting to rumours, reacting to new events, uh Crazy stories and stuff like that that's what it felt like and it was really cool to uh kind of be in the middle of that and i I think uh the feedback we got from the episode was pretty good because um I think we ha- happened to kind of encapsulate the outrage of the majority of football fans
1: yeah I think that episode actually really got you you know you mentioned it a couple of times and and i I understand why obviously I wonder if that's because you you uh you weren't we don't support a team that was involved in it
2: i, was I think invited. those
1: that wasn't invited I wasn't invited to the party um, basically those <laughs> that did uh, d- do support teams that were involved in it have kind of had to accept it's a blot on the record and go mm. okay let's let's move on and be- kind of pretend that didn't happen and there was some shit apologies from some very rich people and mm. you know as a Liverpool fan I, I, I'm, I'm very happy with the team at the moment and I've, I've kind of blink at it you know put on blinks on not, not thought about it again and, and maybe that's uh a different opinion because i you know i'm, I'm happy to brush those morals aside to watch Salah still keep scoring so uh, okay you know maybe i'm a hypocrite again um but but it's interesting that you pick up the esl uh there uh what other what other big villainous moments are there I mean, obviously, we could, we talked about
2: Newcastle a lot. I thought that was really interesting, disseminating all the stuff going on there, all the issues that maybe people don't necessarily think about, uh, you know, the quick acceptance from the Premier League after denying it for 18 months or so. Um, but there was other shows that we liked. I mean, it was really fun, I think, doing the Euros at the time of the Euros. So we were basically reacting to games that were going on. We were surfing the, the high of uh, an England team uh, boring one nil wins their way to to a final um you know it, it was uh, it was it was great it was great to be a part of obviously it was something that uh, captured the imagination of the public we really thought we were going to do it and then we fucked it up on the last hurdle but no it was really awesome to kind of surf that and uh, same with the olympics as well it's i think it's really cool when there's a big world encompassing event going on that really we can all sink our teeth into and and you know talk about
0: some of the amazing sports happening at that time Absolutely. And um, Simon, uh, actually, no, let's let's move over to Ben, actually. Ben, what stood out for you? What was your favourite episode we've done so far? But again, speak to the edges as well as Simon did. Uh, I
1: don't even know what episode number is, but uh, listen, uh, Alison's header um, was absolutely unbelievable. Uh, It was a massive moment in a real, real shit end to Liverpool's, a real good end to a shit season, rather. Clear my throat. That was absolutely wonderful. Seeing a goalkeeper score, uh, that was just wonderful, great fun. I'm actually kind of interested in a couple of things recently. The transfer deadline day was exciting. I loved the shutdown cover because I'm, I'm a sort of burgeoning NFL fan. And I find it really interesting to chat to Si and at that time, Ed as well, about the NFL because I get heaps from them. Uh, as, a, as a new fan, it's a real complex sport, the NFL. It's not just uh, men running into each other. Well, it is at times, but there's so much that goes on behind. Um, you know, we, we, we read it out last week. I can't even remember half the names, the nickel off the edge, you know, and, and things like that. <laughs> yeah. uh, the safeties or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mentioned actually, I love chatting to Anthony Cottrell, but Ian Richards did have some stories didn't he uh, yeah,
0: sure.
1: one of the mo- yeah exactly one of the moments uh, i think was was back in august was when we started season two and Sai said uh, i wonder if we'll get season two, a second season syndrome <laughs> Basically the first thing he said was like uh was great commentators curse but so far we've made it through to the 29th of december which is pretty impressive um new year celebrations not far away there was also from me a, a vegan middle Somewhere in there. Mm-hmm. I don't know what this end-of-year show is called, Dan. Maybe a uh, a triple bird middle?
0: Mm. Bird There's maybe a, a Wellington. A, a, Welling- a, Welling- a, w- a Wellington. Choose your own middle. Wellington, of which, uh, yeah... Yeah, okay.
1: That wasn't very good. Uh, Foden's haircut.
0: (laughs) I hadn't thought that far ahead, Ben. Uh,
1: Foden's haircut. Uh, He bleached his hair. There was always all the Gaza noise. Absolutely fantastic. Uh, Yeah, I know we'll get on to laughable moments of the year. You know, Raheem Sterling being nominated for the Sports Personality of the Year and things like that. Um, And winning it, Ben. And winning it. Unbelievable. I can't believe he or Emma. 96% of the vote. Or Sarah. Or Tyson. Or Tom
0: or Adam won that. Delete is appropriate. <laughs> um, I, ben, you say the um, the Alison header. I just a quick look back. That was mentioned in the episode titled BT Sports and the AEW, and that was on nineteenth of May, and that is our most listened to non interview interesting that because i actually have my bt sport
1: information next to me and some of the figures were crazy i believe they're still trying to sell the sports
0: side of their Mm. business that was a popular show um for me again there's so much um that we got excited about you know one of the things that you know wasn't necessarily a highlight of things to talk about but was a significant event it was of course Christian Erikson at the beginning of the Euros mm. you know talking about that as well and and um, you know this kind of shocking events that happened throughout the year um, not least um, when I uh, shellacked Simon's pop quiz that he mm. totally tried to um, mm. shellack me with <laughs> that I got nearly 100% I think, I think there was one I got wrong on it so for me that's the highlight because your face at the end was like Well, that was boring. (laughs) Well, in all fairness, Dan,
2: it was because I made it too easy. And I I thought, no, I'm I'm going to cut it down. I'm going to make it too easy. We should do it again. I'll go
0: find the questions. Did I mention the least listened episode was the one called Simon's Back? (laughs) Well, (laughs) I'm sure (laughs) it's titled one Dan's Back. We'll see how that one does. Funnily (laughs)
1: enough, the one that Simon's Back was the least listened probably because it was a knock-on effect from the show before when Simon wasn't on. Uh, so actually I think that that shines a a (laughs) light on us Daniel Um, but one thing I would say I think we need to hold you to account Daniel Segway King although they did fall off the the rails of mid season two there they've come back again since Christmas that's nice Uh, are you actually going to invest some more time into uh, sports in the new year or is it basically uh, I shut till February when motor cars start testing correct Okay, good chat. What's
0: the next segment? <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I, no, uh, do you know what? And I was going to say uh, about what a bit later on, we're going to talk about what we've changed our mind on. Um, I am more interested in the news headlines that come about. Um, and I do pay more attention. I tend to read more news when there is headlines around various sports. Um, it's probably more prominent because sports makes, sport is over the year has made more, uh, general headlines because of COVID, because of things like that, because of these big events like the Paralympics, Olympics and the Euros as well. So it's been easier to find them. I haven't had to go hunting for some of these stories. Am I going to start watching more football? Probably not. Am I going to start looking after my uh, fantasy Premier League team? Probably not. Um, but do I enjoy having these conversations every week? I absolutely do. Uh, so I will continue to pay attention to the headlines. Um, let's move on then. So we've got a few more questions to go through our year in review. Um, let's start with Ben. What has been your worst take or prediction of 2021? So uh, I I titled
1: this uh, Dumbest Shit Said on Record. Uh, Now, we did a Euro 2020 preview show. And I think the idea was that we picked teams that weren't in the top six. Uh, so obviously we picked some Villa players. And I said um, that we should play Wilfred Zaha. And I will be honest, okay, that was not my finest moment. It turns out not only is he actually a bit shit now, uh, but he also plays for a different country. Now, uh, listen that's 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 uh, in in uh, audio it was a bad take it was a bad take and it's now <laughs> twice in in the year it's a bad take and i'm i've owned up to it and, and in 2022 i will do better
0: yeah well let's hope so uh simon you had another bad take but it's actually another one of ben's i think not one of your own because i mean i'm I'm perfect and infallible, so obviously that's that's why um,
2: so um no, obviously, I can talk about my own mistakes uh, obviously, my horrendous coughing fit during the, when we were talking about oh. the England team, and I literally couldn't get my words out and had to leave the show early because I couldn't stop coughing uh no matter how much Dan probably edited it out, I think it came across quite well that I sounded like a forty a day smoker at the end of it. um I don't believe in editing. but overall obviously i I do have one for myself to self-scout myself um obviously i mentioned my in like with golf and then proceeded to not watch any of the golf majors for the rest of the year so that was a pretty shitty take on my part but the overriding one i can i can uh, that was literally the name of the episode simon you had one job (laughs) and then i forgot the next one and then it just snowballed from there but (laughs) and this is another episode of a podcast ben's sterling defense of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer. Now, obviously, he did actually make a cup final uh, that he coached his way into losing by having shit tactics. Um, <laughs> but he did manage to get there. Uh, he is now, unfortunately, relieved of his duties. Um, you know, about time too, I think a lot of Man United fans would say. Um, but yes, Ben, I'd, I'd like you to, to revisit your uh, sterling defense of Ole Gunnar Solskjaer and um uh, kind of rehashed the whole situation for us.
1: I'm a big fan of Ranić. I always knew he was going to come in. I always knew Man United were going to make the manager change. At the, actually, to be honest, at the end, there was no way Ole could have stayed. But at the beginning, you know, this was before summer. he just finished second in the Premier League. Yeah, I was on a bit of an ollie high. I think I think Gunnar Solskjaer was, was okay. He kind of finished strange with a weird exit interview, and he is currently jobless, and I'm sure he enjoyed his Christmas uh, back in Norway. Um, but I redeemed myself with some predictions. I, I do also, there's one other bad one um, for me, dumbest shit, uh, <laughs> said on record, um, and I called a Christian Barmore, I think I called him an offensive player, and and everyone sort of came to me and went, No, Ben, he's not, he's defensive, you know, and you you know, you need to 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 uh uh get your NFL facts straight. Well it turns out Christian Barnum's been an incredible pickup, one of the rookies of the season, dominating for New England Patriots. And I said, I like this guy in the draft, and everyone was like, Oh, he's okay, and he's amazing, so you know, in your face.
0: So you've moved on to the next question. Okay. <clears throat> Which is your most spot-on take slash prediction of 2021. Simon. So uh, I thought about this one and now I myself I couldn't
2: really think of anything that I'd actually got particularly right. I think maybe I'm more of a reactor than a predictor. Um, However, in my head, when the Chicago Bulls made their moves in the offseason, I thought this is going to be a pretty good tide. DeMar DeRozan's a good player. Caruso's a great defender. Alonzo uh, Ball, we haven't had a point guard in such a long time. And lo and behold, before coronavirus decided to ravage my team of any of its players, uh, we were actually on a massive high. We'd won four in a row. Um, yes, it's gone downhill since then, because we're having to play uh, guys off the street effectively. But yeah, it's my, my spot on take that I probably didn't mention once during the entire podcast.
0: We'll let you have it. It's Christmas. Well, it was. It was Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting are next ben. Christmas now.
1: <laughs> my takes. Uh, obviously, I've mentioned Barmore. It's important to say him again. Um, there's a recent one that I made. There's two exceptional ones. In fact, that's a lie. There's one exceptional one, one okay one, and one I made only a week ago. I said a week ago to Si. I actually think Steven Gerrard could guide Villa to the Champions League places next season. And Mm -hmm. I'm actually going to stick by this live on the podcast and say by this time, the 29th of December, 2022, Steven Gerrard and Villa will be sitting in the top four places in the league. You heard it here now. That's it. That's the big take. Post Christmas yeah, yeah. top four, so I'm making a new one. But my best predictions, I predicted Phil Mickelson to win the PGA Championship, and he did. I also predicted that with the tenor, and that was lovely. I also predicted England to win the Euros. Now, I think that's okay. I think that's an okay prediction. They got to the miss. final, a near miss, a near miss. My other team uh, was France, and then they they didn't get anywhere close. I think Switzerland dumped them out
0: mm. on penalties. There you go. Um, let's, let's move on from predictions. Uh, and I just want to cover this one. We can move on pretty quick. Dumbish shit said on the show, Ben, you mentioned it a minute ago, but probably, uh, literally time I've tried to talk about any sport that isn't Formula One and often whilst talking about Formula One as well. Uh, but there you go. Let's move on from that. Um, Ben Simon, let's think about some of the funniest times we've had, not necessarily, you know, something funny was said but when's the moment we found the funniest or you reflected on the thought that actually that was a good laugh uh ben let's start with you this time i actually really like all
1: the stuff that i've been all the times i've been censored uh so <laughs> throughout the series throughout deep, the, the two series deep, that we've done uh i deep. have actually lost um a lot of footage about five hours <laughs> audio yeah uh, quite quite a while um and it's not all as bad as people think, but uh, it could be taken in bad context and things like that. Or I'm just, you know, rambling about Aston Villa. Uh, but yeah, I, I sort of look back and think, all oh, that of stuff, no one will ever know. I laughed to myself. Um, but I think the, the best laugh we ever had was when Cy uh, si had his coughing fit. I, I was, uh, was hysterical. <laughs> we had some wonderful, wonderful comedy there. Um, yeah. Simon, to you.
2: So, um... There is one time, and I can't remember for the life of me what I said, but it sounded awful um, in terms of something like penis-related or something like that that was completely dub- uh, like not even meant, and you guys basically pissed yourself. But for the life cool. of me, cool. I cannot remember <laughs> what that was. So I'm going to double down with Ben and talk about the censorship. Uh, if <laughs> if Gosh, you, you, you like... You... sorry Dan have a little rebuttal before I crucify you so go for Uh, it all
0: I want to say is the way you pitch this is if like there's there's a shitload on the editing floor I absolutely fucking hate editing this show like because I hate editing full stop so when I do it's literally seconds there's probably in total about 20 seconds of an entire year on the editing floor so you know he's lying folks there's you know the yeah. gag the true. gag reels you see for
2: um for programs <laughs> like you know comedy shows and stuff and there's yeah, all the hilarious funny. b-side stuff <laughs> we we have been censored ben and i have said some hilarious <laughs> things some insightful <laughs> things that you know big brother over there has decided to to cut out um, he himself has <laughs> censored some stuff. I made a hilarious joke about Pornhub that didn't make the final cut. Ultimately, yep. we are comedy geniuses and the final product you hear is just a, a mere tame, watered-down version of the hilarity that Ben and I regularly Now we know why you don't
0: listen to the show, so. Si.
1: <laughs> like I'll show. be honest... You're absolutely right, Si. Uh, We only have to go back to the Sports Personality of the Year Award uh, episode where I mentioned briefly about Ben Stokes and uh, the massive amount of censorship uh, on that episode as well. Take from that what you will.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I see what you're doing. Uh, (laughs) It's funny that was clever was like, right wait, what i haven't
1: even yeah,
2: edited that uh, show yet that was clever that was clever <laughs> uh, wait a minute did. wait a minute that show was released two weeks ago dan how have you not edited it yet uh,
0: uh, yeah, right. <laughs> oh dan i mean i told you well, I I don't do editing <laughs> um right okay let's move on then um which sport i, I know you don't necessarily have an answer for this but uh, which sport do you like now that you didn't in february Or have you changed your mind on uh, or evolved uh, your position on in terms of the sporting world? Uh, Ben, let's start with you. Tricky one, because I I follow a lot of
1: sports. I I really do. I watch watch as much as the hours in the day will let me. Obviously, everyone knows of my building love for NFL I can't get enough of it. I think it, I think it's really becoming one of my favorite sports. Um, I'm I'm loving the Premier League action back at the moment. You know, I'm never going to be into cricket. I'm not really watched enough wrestling, and, and I used to love wrestling. I'm not really diving into the AEW, and I think I should. Um, but I mean, I'm just covering all the sports I like now. I'm trying to think of there's a specific one.
0: What about it's- the Kraken?
1: The Kraken. Mm. I've not watched one game. I mean, I've I watched know. some highlights, but uh, I've really sort of let the side down there in the Seattle um, Kraken. Uh, go to Cy and Come back to me in about ten seconds when I think of one. Go go for Cy.
2: So I don't think there's any sport. I think the thing for for me and Ben, I'm not to single you out, Dan. Right? We would hate to be the one to bully you at all during this. Podcast, why would you, Why would you want but, to
0: start doing that now? I
2: mean, that would just be awful for us to have a complete <laughs> one eighty and start doing that. But I mean it's difficult because we have such a varied palette of sports. You either, a, you don't have enough time to be able to get into any more sports and B, I mean, you watch a lot of these sports already. So like, um, I watched a little bit of ice hockey. I've had to cancel my ice hockey subscription because I found myself unable to watch the games and was paying money for a service I wasn't using. Uh, same kind of with MLB when I've watched in the past, I, I like baseball. Um, but, you know, there's 160-odd games in a year. It's very difficult to watch one team's worth of games, never mind any game that's available. So it creates this issue. I mean, I think MLB, one, I'd be interested in getting into. Cubs kind of fell apart at the end of last year, uh, traded all their best players. But um, that's something that's a bit interesting. But then again, am I definitely going to commit to it? I don't know. I, I I think we all have very busy schedules, um, and two out of the three of us watch a lot of sport. So
1: yeah to, to tie to add, add on to that to tie into the uh sports personality of the year award uh whether she won or not rachel blackmore horse racing um actually yeah this this year horse racing uh blackmore's really kind of highlighted got me really excited mm. in it. so i would say i probably watched more live horse racing this year for for uh, quite a few years i always put a couple of quid on aintree and ascot and things but uh yeah yeah i'll, I'll go with horse racing that's um uh lifted my excitement this year
0: Solid answers, my friends. And I think for me, I mentioned it earlier, is simply that I'm more uh, aware of sporting context, stuff that's happening, the news, the headlines, um, by hook or by crook or simply by our signal group. Uh, somehow I'm starting to get the message about things that are happening. That's and how it starts sometimes ahead of you as well. And sometimes I'm sending stuff to our review, uh, which, you know, it happens every now and then. All right. Um, two more big questions for you both uh, before we wrap up uh, this calendar year of 2021. Um, I want to know, Simon, what is your sporting phrase or word of the year uh, from uh, f- that we've used on the podcast? So
2: my one is the one that I brought forth to this uh, to the ears of the listening public which is shellacking which I am <laughs> I compl- very I didn't well even known think for um, <laughs> yeah shellacking is definitely mine and definitely one that is used on a regular basis by all of us now so it has become a, a commonly used phrase an adopted phrase by the podcast so it's shellacking canon. is mine it has <laughs> become canon nice alright thank you Up for that Simon Bl- blue tip milk from uh, Star Wars <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> that classic milk.
1: <laughs> wow, well, we uh more censorship. Now I um I'm going to have to go with uh Segway. The word mm-hmm. Segway. Uh, yes, ladies and gentlemen, that is spelt S-E-G-U-E, I believe. That's well, um,
0: because you're doing a journalism course and you learned what it means this year.
1: No, it's because <laughs> I did a podcast with Dan who says <laughs> uh, Segway. Now, there's one other thing that Dan says, and Si, I'd like to back me up on this. No, it's not a dollar late and a day short or all the way around. It that's is copyright
0: Martin Brundle.
1: What, yeah, that's copyright Martin Brundle legend. This is what Dan does. He goes, Uh, okay, I see your point, guys. If we're talking about difficult topics, uh, maybe <laughs> you know, uh, missing persons, or I know
0: exactly what you're gonna say, riles, I know uh, Dan what you're gonna sits say.
1: on the fence and he goes, Do you know what? I think it's a bit of column A and a
0: bit of column B. <laughs> Hey, okay. I'm a weaver. As the great Bill Hicks once said, I am a weaver. Fence sitter. Uh, and I like I like the I like the fence. You get a good view. Well, I mean, being that Dan also talked about his
2: favourite interview being all of them as well. It kind of suits the maybe Classic, he, he's classic. Sitting
0: very, very nicely on the old fence there. I like the fence. Uh right, well, um my uh phrase slash word of the year is um something you two have almost certainly said more than anything in uh, all the shows we've done uh, countless shows we've done um this year which is any guess i'll give you one guess each what you think it is ben what's your guess uh
1: maybe it's like a superlative like, wonderful amazing incredible right, wrong okay
2: simon um well i mean i don't know if this is going to be more i think yours is going to be a little bit more f- like and glamorous than the one i'm going to say but we use obviously <laughs> a lot obviously or basically all the time
0: no, Um mm. manager merry-go-round. Oh, of
1: course, yeah.
0: That That's the phrase I think you two have used collectively more than any other phrase uh this year, the manager merry-go-round. It's in the title, Dan. Mm. <laughs> uh, it will keep coming round. All right, let's wrap up then. What has been your single um sporting event, sporting moment or event of the year? That we have discussed on the show, um, Simon. Let's let's kick off with you. Oh,
2: there's so many. I mean, obviously, I, I talked about the ESL. I don't want to go on, uh, into that again. Um, big sporting moment that you know really excited me. And once again, again I talked about this two weeks ago before the <laughs> Sports Personality of the Year, uh, Tyson Fury versus Deontay Wilder fight of an absolute of a generation. Absolute, you know. Just imagine being there at that fight. Oh, it's just been absolutely fantastic. Glamour, glitz, absolute drama, and a killer fight to go with it. So that would probably be my sporting moment of the year. But I'm sure there's half a dozen others I could probably reel off.
0: Sure. Thank you, Simon. Uh, Ben? I'm, I, listen, I'm
1: gonna, I'm gonna uh, go opposite on the uh, sports personality of the year. I'm gonna go with the winner, Emma Raducanu. Uh, that's the winner of the US Open, that is. Uh, mm. <clears throat> Arthur Ashe in front of um, actually a reduced crowd because of COVID, but 20 odd thousand. She won the goddamn US Open at the age of like eight. I don't know. I mean, it's incredible. She's this insane British talent. Cool that we've both gone for uh, homegrown talent. That's wonderful. Uh, and I think I think they both got big things ahead. I know they're at opposite ends of their careers in reality, but Tyson Fury's still got some big days ahead. And Emma Raducanu, um, I think she's got a big 2022 ahead. Uh, she'll tailed off after the, the highs of Ash, Arthur Ashe. Um, so, yeah, well done, Emma Raducanu. And I know, Dan, you were watching that and super excited about it.
2: Yeah, so and just to cap that off as well uh not to show any political assuasions but both uh from families of immigration-based uh situations yeah. um obviously uh Tyson Fury comes from an I- Irish traveler background um and uh Emiratic Khan who has a Romanian and uh, Chinese uh, parentage I believe
0: yeah yeah and the UK is better for it um Well, Ben, to pick up your point, when I thought of the kind of questions we'd go through for this show and think about the sporting moment that stood out for me was exactly the same. That moment of watching Emma Raducanu take that victory in that stadium for that finals title was for that, you know, the title at the final was remarkable. Uh, The very few sporting events that I've watched where i've not sat down for most of it um and the timing of the night i couldn't be as loud as you, you might expect for such an event um so for me that was the sporting event of the year that, that gripped me that isn't sport that i normally watch that was until the end of the of the abu dhabi grand prix uh in um uh, in the middle of december which just was astonishing for all the right and all the wrong reasons that we've, we've go into detail with Paul. Um, but uh, yeah, I, I, on balance, I'm going to have to pick Radicani. Um What a moment, what a star. Um, and I think it, it was everything. It was everything about the game. It was everything about her acceptance of the win at the end. It's everything she's been since, you know, she's, you know, she hasn't been doing well. She's been losing games, losing tournaments, going out in early rounds, but She's a rounded person and so young, like the future is bright for, for that young woman. And um, we can only hope that she goes on to great, greater and better things, but she'll always have that moment and we will always have that moment, which is remarkable. Mm-hmm another big sporting moment of the year, and we're going to wrap up now, is, of course, the world was introduced to the last Wednesday of the week, the multi-tool of sports podcasts where we bring you highlights um, from the week gone, the highlights of the week ahead, and some meteor topics in the middle. And we will be back next week in 2022 with more of the same. Um, So all that's left to say for the final time of 2021 is... I've been Dan. I've been Simon shellacking. I've been Ben. Until next year, next week on the last Wednesday of the week. Bye-bye. Be kind. bye. Bye.